back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast with me, your host, Tech. So I got some uh, email questions. Hey, finally, finally, fucking Lee, I'm gone for a few weeks, get no emails, and then they come. So let's get into those. I read through the emails I got, and what I do is I basically, I read them for me, and then the question, I dumb it down, keep it simple for the podcast, so some of this shit from these emails I'm not going to read on here, because they asked not to. Alright, here we go. What do you think about a technician leaving the shop for a couple years and then coming back to it? Well, maybe they thought they could find a better opportunity out there, and it didn't work out. And by doing that, they figured out where they were wasn't so bad, so they went back. That could be it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, as long as when you left, you didn't just quit. You gave a notice. But in reality, they're probably going to hire you back anyways, even if you did just quit. Some places won't, but... There's nothing wrong with leaving and trying out another shop or even another field and then coming back. you got to do what's best for you. And maybe what's best for you is the shop you're at now, and you just got to leave and find out that that was better. You go and you try out another shop, and it sucks, so you go back. Hey, maybe where you're at now is not so bad. And hopefully your boss understands that, and if they feel like they have the best shop around and they say go for it, Maybe they're expecting you to come back. Maybe. I don't know. I quit a shop and went to another one for a very short time. I mean, very short time. Very fucking short. Then I went back to the one I quit for maybe another year or so. And then I got a better opportunity and left and never went back. They wouldn't take me back anyways. Probably because I took a few techs out of their shop. But hey, you know, that shop sucked. Some shops are only independently owned. Even dealerships. And they don't own any other shop. So you're basically stuck in a hole. If you ever want to be a foreman or a manager and that's the only shop you have, the only shop they have, then there's a line in front of you for those positions. And... A buddy system that you have to fight through, and that's usually a fight you're not going to win. So you're wasting your time there. Not that I wanted to be a manager, I just saw that there was no opportunity to move up where I was, if I ever wanted to. And then, once again, the buddy system. We deal with enough bullshit working on these garbage-ass cars and trucks. We don't need to be dealing with fucking work politics. Speaking of politics, let's talk about politics. What's going to change this year when the presidential elections start fucking going hard, dude? I bet you we're going to suffer because people are going to keep their fucking money instead of fixing their cars. So more accidents are going to be happening out in the street because Johnny's brakes were at one millimeter, but he said the shop was trying to rip them off. And he wanted to save his money to buy gold and silver for the end of the fucking world. So he left the shop, gave a bad review, and crashed into a car at a red light because his brake pedal went to the floor. Now he's looking for a lawyer to sue somebody. And who's that going to be? It's 
going to be your shop. It's not his fault, right? Somebody has to pay, not him. He wants to make money. That's how people fucking think, dude. Sue happy. So did anybody out there get a hold of one of those uh, Tesla trucks? You work on one, drive one, own one? Me neither. I'd take one, though. I don't know how much they are. Probably too much. But I don't like electric shit. I don't like electric cars and trucks. I heard they're putting some kind of kill switch in them for the government to shut your shit off. Like it's going to be mandatory. Is that shit true? Let me know, because I don't read. Obviously, you can tell by me talking. But if it is true, fuck you, dude. You know what I'm saying? (coughs) Speaking of leaving a shop and coming back, I'm going to call my buddy. I'm going to call him right now. If he doesn't answer, I'll delete all this. But I'm going to give him a call, see if he'll answer and come on the podcast on the phone. So the recording's probably going to be shitty, but this is what you get. Hold up. Alright. I just texted him. He's going to text me and let me know when he's ready for me to call. I'll give you a a little uh, heads up about this guest. Unexpected. Um... I've worked with him. He's a good buddy of mine. There's probably going to be a lot of editing. Um, He's been a technician for multiple years. And he left the industry. And that's the question I want to ask him. Is why? Why did you leave the industry? So that's what I'm trying to work on. But we got a few minutes, so... Uh, we'll wait for him to text me back. You know, I was on vacation recently, and me and my family, we went up north. And we found a really nice area. An area where there wasn't a lot of people. There was a lot of land. Lots of land. And I want to move there. Maybe I did. Plenty of places to work. So much less traffic, laid back, calm, people drive normal, a lot of shitty cars, but they drive normal probably because they're saving gas money. If I push on a gas paddle too much, I'm just going to burn gas, and gas costs money, and I need meth. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... The land up there is so much fucking cheaper than where I live now. So much cheaper. But my next move... Maybe it's already been done. If you were going to move somewhere else... Like you found a nice area... And you still want to be a mechanic... You got to find where you're going to work, right? So... I recommend... Finding out... How much those shops in that area of that house that you want to buy, I recommend finding out how much they pay an hour. Because if they pay their master technicians 25 bucks an hour and their houses are $500,000, you ain't going to make enough money to live there. Right? Doesn't make any sense. Now, if they pay their technicians 25 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an hour, master techs, and the houses are you know, $200,000, and hey, 
Now you got to look in to see how much, how many hours those techs are making. Because if the houses are 200 grand and they're paying good money and you can turn 50, 60 hours a week at 25, 30 bucks an hour, you're going to be crushing it, dude. So look into that shit if you plan on moving. Also, never forget to look at the rating of the schools. <laughs> That's what holds a lot of us back from moving to different areas is schooling. If you have kids like me and you want to move, the only thing holding you back, my kids are both in high school. We have a <clears throat> we have a great high school that they go to now. They got friends and all that and it's hard to uh it's hard to pull them away from that especially at this age at the age they are they're teenagers i mean my daughter we just took her to get her uh license and you don't know what fear is until you're driving down the street in as in the passenger seat with one of your kids driving for the first time so wear a diaper <laughs> all right he just texted me hold up all right, let me call this motherfucker. I haven't talked to him on the phone in a long time. Let's see here. Yo. What up, bitch? What up? Man, you sound like shit still. I know. I feel like crap, too. All right, I got a question. You're on the podcast. So you can say whatever you want. I can edit it, all right? So you can get as racist as you want to be. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I wanted to ask you why you left being a mechanic. I feel like I had you had to lie to people and sell them shit they don't need to make money. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a hard business. Like, you literally have to tell people, like, sell them brake flushes and all this shit they don't really need to make hours. Because all you're getting is warranty work. <laughs> and the warranty work ain't paying you. Yeah, it still ain't paying <clears throat> I know. It's gotten worse. The warranty pay went down. The fucking recalls where I'm That's at That's what I'm now. saying. That's warranty work. Yeah. They're like fucking 80 pages long and it pays you like fucking four tenths. Like, you expect me to do all this bullshit and it then pay me four tenths? Get the vehicle, pull it in, do your inspection on it, then you're getting paid for it. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. And then now they had the car wash going into it and all this other crap. And I'm like, you guys are out of your mind. I'm not doing all this stuff. Oh, yeah. We used to have to wash cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you forgot about that? Yeah, I did. That's why I got to have you on here. Oil change for three-tenths. Oil change for three-tenths, and it would take you longer to do your multi-point inspection and a car wash than it took you to do the oil change, but you still got to pay your three-tenths. Well, you missed out on the uh, digital multi-point inspections where you got to use your own phone, and you don't get no, paid no, no, for it. No, I was, I was there for that. Were you? Yep. At what I shop? I was there for that. At Honda. The shitty one? The second one? <laughs> They're both shitty. <laughs> I know, I had to say the second. <laughs> um, both of them did it. Remember they were doing it at the first one when, we, when I was working there with y'all, and then then they were doing it at the second one. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. 
And then at the second one, they made us buy our own fucking laptops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My laptop I brought there took a shit finally. Yeah. And then my foreman at work, he's like, I go, updated. And he's like, well, update it. I said, no, it won't let me because it's locked. He goes, why don't you buy your own laptop? I said, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) I ain't buying my own laptop. It took a shit. I'm not spending another fucking 1200 bucks on this place. You guys should fucking supply the shit. 100%. Yeah, dude. That's some bullshit. Uh Uh-huh. So when are you coming back to the industry? (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I live a lot less stressful life right now. Fuck that. I was always stressed about having money and making a paycheck. Fuck that. All right, a couple more questions. What was the best part? (laughs) What was the best part working in the shop? And what was Uh, the worst? Talking shit with all the guys. Talking shit with all the guys was the best part. Yeah, we talked a lot of fucking shit. Like, working side by side with them, like, just talking shit to each other. That was the best. I miss that the most. Because no other place can handle that shit talking that we did. No, not at all. They're like crybaby bitches. Want to go to HR. That's why I started this podcast. Because of... (laughs) Fat fucking bitch ass. And not being able to talk shit when I left and went to another dealership. And started talking shit, and people, like, fucking damn near cried, dude. <laughs> dude. That's how it is at my job right now, man. I'm telling you. They think I'm fucking hilarious, because I just talk shit to everybody. I don't care. <laughs> them old motherfuckers, and I'll be talking shit to them, too. And what's the worst part about being a mechanic? Honestly, man, it's the not knowing you know, what your paycheck's going to be. So would you like, come man, back? You these fucking bills. Would you mm-hmm. come back if it was hourly? Yeah, if it was guaranteed, yeah, I would go back. Really? Yep. That'd be the only way I'd go back. Because I, I had fun doing that. But it was so stressful not knowing if you were going to make hours. Like I said, you always have to fucking rip people off. You got to sell them flushes and all this shit they don't need. Yeah, that's that's the corporate shit. That's the, we need to make, we need to sell these. We need to sell batteries. We need to do this and that. Yeah. yeah, but if you look at that, you're not making no money if you don't do a flush, because what did a flush pay, like, eight or nine tenths, and it took you 20 minutes? Yeah, if you did them. <laughs> yeah, well, I did all mine, bitch. <laughs> we know motherfuckers um, that wouldn't do that shit. Uh, yeah, my name's not... <laughs> Calling them out! <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. All right, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to finish this fucking podcast, then I'm going to get on there and we can bitch. All right, I just turned on mine right now. All right, I'll be on there at like eight, eight fifteen. All right, that's cool. I'm uh, I just took the trash out right now, and I just turned my PlayStation on, so. All right. I'm all ready to go for the night. All right then. All right, yo. All right, see ya. See ya. There you go. That's my boy. That's my boy. I don't know how that sounded, but sometimes you just gotta surprise somebody. Let me turn my microphone a little bit. Sometimes you just got to surprise somebody and be like, hey, you're coming on the podcast. I'm going to call you on the phone. Since you won't drive over here, I get it. Everybody's got shit going on, right? So he he was a damn good technician. He still is a good mechanic. He's helped me out <clears throat> tremendously. I helped him out. But he's helped me out way more than I've helped him. Okay? I Like I've said before, 
several times on here, I'm not good with diagnosing. I hate electrical, okay? I really hate it. I understand it. I just hate diagnosing it. Once you start throwing all these modules in there and shit, I'm, I get fucking, I get all over the place, right? So he's helped me out on a lot of that shit. So, all right, let's move on. Because I'm going to go play Call of Duty, okay? Let me uh, look through here and find the next question. On my phone, notes. All right, another question. <laughs> this one. Oh, shit. This one ties right in to what we just talked about with my buddy. So to sum up the question in the email, would you actually recommend this industry to somebody? There's a lot more to this email, but that's the basic question. And my answer is, honestly, I don't know anymore. It depends on who is asking. It depends on how I'm feeling. It depends on how my day or my week or my month has been going at work. This job, this career, if you want to call it that anymore, really, has so many ups and downs. In fact, it has too many ups and downs. So if you ask me today, do you recommend, would you recommend this industry to somebody? I'd say no. I'd say no. My buddy just got off the phone. Would he come back? Yeah, he'd come back hourly. Why would he come back and work hourly in this industry? Because he just wants to work with his buddies. He wants to work with his boys. We had fun. That's it. But this industry is so inconsistent with its pay and its dispatching and its warranty times that your boys, you come back to work there and your boys had enough and they fucking quit. Then you're stuck there by yourself, so you fucking quit. So, would I recommend this industry to somebody today? No, I would not. You didn't hear me try to tell him to come back. I could probably get him hourly at my shop right now. But I'm not going to do it. Because, honestly, at this point, right now, I don't recommend it. So, there's the honest truth. That's what you get. Here's another one. I think I've answered this shit before. What do you think about ASE certifications? The brand I work for, you have to be ASE certified along with factory certifications to be master certified. I think that's gay, dude. Why does your brand think they're better than everybody else? You know? Or better yet, why does your brand make you go through all that extra shit in order to pay you the top pay? It's gay. Stupid. I don't think it should be enforced to take them, but... What I think doesn't matter, so it is what it is. I'm not your boss. From what I remember, I took a bunch of ASEs, and those tests were so fucking out of date, dude. Unless they actually updated the test, then still, fuck that shit, dude. It's just another organization trying to make money. They're not here to help us out. They're here just to make money. Good for them, dude. Make your money. Make your fucking money. You know, if they, dealerships and shops, they want us to take all these fucking tests. Maybe we need to come up with tests for shops. How about that? Another idea I just came up with that's never going to happen. They want us all to take all these tests to prove that we can fix a car. Your shop should pass a test for us to come and work there. So come up with a fucking test, dude. I'm not going to. 
I'm probably out of this fucking industry soon. You know, the test should be like, do you have all the proper safety equipment? Fail. The ba- the first fucking question, basic question, they're going to fail at. Do you have the proper oil and coolant cleanup equipment for a big spill? Fail. How many OSHA complaints can I find in a five-minute walkthrough of your shop? I bet you I can find plenty. How many fire exits are blocked in your shop right now? Blocked by equipment, toolboxes, bullshit. Managers' fucking projects blocking the fucking fire exits. I guarantee you. I mean, really, dude. Businesses want all this shit from employees, but they don't offer employees shit. Or they lie and say we have plenty of work and all of our techs make over 60 hours a week, dude. Then you get there, turn 25, 35 a week. Then what do you do? You get fucking pissed off because you got lied to. Wonder why there's a technician shortage if there actually is one. For sure there's a shortage of fucking good shops and managers that give a fuck and don't lie. Everybody's out for themselves, dude. That's the fact. That's the fucking fact. You should be too. Now, hey, if your shop hires in a tech and that tech gets paid more than you with the same certifications and the same experience as you have, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Ask the player how he did it, okay? Seriously. Ask the player, the technician, how he did it so you can do it too. Because instead of getting pissed off, walking around the shop, telling everybody that he makes more than you and makes more than them, bitching about it all the time, ask him how he did it. Respect that player, dude. Because he has the knowledge that you don't have and you need that knowledge so you can do the same thing and spread that knowledge to others. That way, we can all be better players in this fucking game. How about that? That's better than just being miserable about somebody who fucking hacked the game. Now, if that same technician hacks fucking cars up, then use that to your advantage. Then give him major fucking respect because he played the fuck out of your manager. So if they hire in a new technician that came from another store, you make 40 bucks an hour, they hired him in at 45. Don't hate. Don't fucking hate. You work every other Saturday. He doesn't work any Saturdays. He works Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Don't hate the player, dude. Hate the game. Then, figure out the game. Ask the new player questions. Be truthful. Say, hey, what's up, dude? Glad to have you on board, player. Glad to have you on board, dude. Now, I gotta ask you a few questions. He says, okay. You say, now this is nothing against you at all. I just got to know how you did it. He says, did what? You say, I know they hired you in at 45 bucks an hour. I'm making 40 bucks. I'm not hating. I work every other Saturday. You don't work any Saturdays. Still not hating. I just got to know how you did it because I'm about to quit this fucking place because I was lied to. I've been told I was the highest paid tech and reached the top tier. And they told me I'm not going to be getting a raise for another year. At least. Yet, somebody, you, came in as a certified master level player and got five more dollars an hour than me, and you don't work Saturdays. 
And then he's going to say, I'm the manager's son. <laughs> ah, shit. I mean, that does happen, dude. But hopefully, he tells you, gives you some pointers, you know. Maybe he's good at talking shit. Maybe he knows how to play the game well. I don't know. But find out before you go hate. You got to try to get all the information you can. Because if this guy knows how to play this shit better than you, soak it up, dude. If he doesn't tell you, if he doesn't tell you how he did it, then you go full hate. That's when you take out the fucking spoon and start stirring the fucking pot. That's when you make a fake account, buy followers, and shit on the shop online. That's been done before. I'm sure it has been done before. You call OSHA, you make a report, you call the news, whatever you gotta do, dude. The worst, you know what the worst thing is? The worst thing a tech can do to a shop is quit and go somewhere else and just blast that other shop. The managers, the techs, the procedures, the corruption, that's the worst thing you can do to a shop is prevent people from wanting to work there. With facts. Said it before, say it again. Techs talk. Nobody blindly goes into a shop for an interview. They ask around. They ask if anybody knows anybody that's worked there. Anybody knows anybody that works there currently. Then they find out the truth about the shop because they ask those people. Don't ever just go walking into a shop and be like, Hey, uh, you guys hiring? I'm a master technician. Because you're going to get fucked. You're going to get fucked. Or you're going to get lied to. Something's going to happen that you're not going to like. Maybe 95% of the time you're going to get fucked. Okay? You know this. You know it. That's all I got for that answer. I don't even know where I, where this fucking question began. I don't even know what this question was about, dude. Sorry. You know what I want? I want rumors, dude. I want you to email me the rumors going around in your shop right now. Because 90% of the rumors are true. Who's going to get fired? Who's going to quit? Who's your shop for sale? Is somebody buying your dealership? Send them in, dude. I think they're all the same kind of rumors in every shop. Maybe. I don't know. If you have any rumors that you heard that you thought were just a rumor, but it turned out to be true, send them in. I want to read more shit from listeners out there. And the shit, dude, send them in. All right, let me look. This is a long fucking podcast. I got one more question here, I think. Oh, can you? Yeah. Can you survive working off of only one lift? No. No, you cannot. Well, you can probably survive working off of one lift, but you're not going to thrive. Maybe not even survive, dude, because the reason why you're going down to only one lift is take a guess. Take a guess. They hired more techs. There it is, dude. 40 per bay, that's what they say, right? You can lie about the numbers, but the numbers don't lie, right? Power of the pen. Pizza party fixes everything, right? Shops want a body on every lift, period, dude. No matter what they tell you, they want bodies. Each bay should produce 40 hours at least. But they don't know. They don't realize if you do engines or transmission work and you have to tear down a car or truck just to diagnose it and then wait for approval from either the customer or warranty. And then what do you do? You pull another car on your other lift and continue to be as productive as you possibly can, right? Well, if you only have one lift, 
and you tear that transmission out, tear those heads off that engine, and find out it needs a short block, but you have to wait for approval, what are you supposed to do now? Stand around and wait for that approval. That makes sense, right? That's productive. That's efficient. Sometimes it takes days to get an approval from warranty. Any warranty. Even approval from the customer. So only having one lift, you're not going to survive, dude. They're going to tell you, I'll just pull the car out. That's what they say, right? Pull it out. Grab another car. If it was that easy, dude. If it was only that easy. Subframes out. Engines out. Steering racks out. Let's spend another four fucking hours reassembling this fucking car just to pull it out and hopefully, hopefully, get another one to diagnose. That makes fucking sense, right? Especially when there's a tech in every bay, that means there's going to be less fucking work. And do you think they give a fuck? No, they don't. They say they do, but they don't. Overall numbers is what they care about, that's it. You're a number, you produce numbers. The numbers you produce are the numbers they care about. Would you actually recommend this industry to somebody? Ask me again, dude. Ask me. No. Nope. Not right now. Not today. Not this month. Not the beginning of 2024. I'd say no. Now, one bay in a lube shop per tech, yeah, that's how it should be. Should be two techs per bay getting paid hourly. But because of numbers and direct expense, that doesn't even happen. They pay lube techs flat rate and expect them to survive from the beginning, and that's fucking insanity. Then they expect someone else who's getting paid flat rate to fucking train them. Insanity. It's all fucking crazy, dude. What's crazy is that we deal with this fucking insanity every day, and we still do it. We still stay in the shit. I talked about brainwashing technicians before, right? brainwashing the new techs, telling them they're not going to make any more money anywhere else. This is the most paying fucking dealership there is. Are we all fucking brainwashed into thinking this shit's going to get any better? Are you brainwashed into thinking you're going to go and fucking work off of one lift and make the same amount of money? Come on, player. Ain't happening. Ain't fucking happening, dude. I've gone long enough. I'm fucking done. I'm out of beer. My mouth's dry. My mouth is dry. My lips are dry. Patreon.com slash Flatrate Tech Podcast if you give a fuck. Five bucks a month. Flatrate Tech Podcast.weebly.com. Pay rates. Check your pay rates, dude. Are you getting paid enough? Huh? This has helped out a lot of people. Go to Flatrate Tech Podcast.weebly.com. Click on the pay rates. Look at them. Bring it to your boss. Somebody else did. Worked out for the whole shop. Everybody got a raise, dude. You should too. Facebook, Instagram, I'm on there. Flatrate Tech Podcast. Shop Life, YouTube. Been slacking. I know. I call myself out, dude. I'm a slacker. I got to make some more videos. Probably make some more this weekend. This is already Monday. So hopefully I made some. If I had time. Still like doing it. Follow the Shop Life YouTube channel. Follow it. 120, 130, come on, dude. 6,000 listeners right now, this week. Come on, follow that shit. Help a brother out, dude. All right, that's all I got for today. I want to thank you guys for listening. 
Thank you for rating and reviewing. Thank you for following. Thank you for what you do. And I'll catch you all next week.